Corona Chronicle Session 25 with Jillian Whitlow. So this is a first for Restaurant Unstoppable. We have a Jillian uh, Whitlow joining us today, and Jillian is an assistant manager, and she's a she was with a restaurant that I have a lot of respect for, uh, Swarte out of East Austin, Texas. And uh, Sam Hellman Mass was a past guest on the show. I've actually had a lot of uh, Sam's old partners on the show. Um, Sam uh, was met up with a bunch of his like Bryce Gilbert, um, Mark. Oh, his, his last name is escaping me. He's with uh, the Sour Duck in Austin. There's uh, there's Odd Duck, and then they have Barley Swine, I believe, or Barley. I can't remember exactly. I'm sorry. Uh, forgive me if you guys are listening to this. But uh, great folks that all kind of originated from Vail, Colorado, working together uh, after culinary school, and they kind of spread out, and they all kind of came back to Austin, Texas. And uh, Jillian's with that restaurant, or a descendant from that original team of people coming together. And she reached out to me saying, hey, like uh, this is what we're doing over at Suerte uh, to maintain our culture. So she brought up a really great point that we're being forced to get away from each other right now. But how do we maintain culture when we're apart? Um, we put so much energy and effort into creating an amazing culture. Uh, you don't want that to dissolve during this period. So what can you do to to maintain that is what we discussed today. And uh, special thanks to, just to Jillian for reaching out to me, taking the initiative to bring this topic to the table. I think it's a really important one. We talk about some technology they're using. We talk about just general practices they're using. Really valuable conversation. Uh, and before we get into that conversation, I want to take this moment. To let you know, this episode is brought to you by Bento Box. Bento Box is a hospitality platform that empowers restaurants through their websites. Through these weird times, Bento Box is supporting restaurants through online ordering and gift card purchasing features. Restaurant Unstoppable listeners get 50% off their setup fee. To get started today, head over to getbento.com slash unstoppable. And as a matter of fact, uh, today's uh, guest, uh, Swarte uses a bento box website so if you guys want to see how beautiful these websites are just go google search suerte and that's s-u-e-r-t-e austin and you'll get a taste of what we're talking about all right now on to today's or this hour's interview all right i'm being joined right now with jillian whitlow jillian how are you I'm doing pretty well, Eric. How are yeah, you doing? I, I, you know, all things considered, um, pretty good. It could be a lot worse. At least I don't own a restaurant right now, right? <laughs> uh, so just yeah. a little more about Jillian. Jillian, you're the uh, assistant general manager or assistant manager. What's your exact title? I'm the assistant general manager at Suerte, yes. Suerte. And uh, if you guys aren't familiar with Suerte, Sam Hellman Mass is uh, the, a past guest that was on the show. Uh, Sam used to be a part of the uh, Odd Duck slash uh, Sour Duck slash what else did they get? Barley House. Or is it Barley? Barley Swine. Barley Swine. That's what it was. Probably one of the most well-known restaurant groups in Austin. Sam broke off to do his own thing, Suerte. And I just have a lot of respect uh, for everybody associated within that, like, you know, who's tied to those restaurants. Uh, Sam's impressive. Everybody that uh, he hires is impressive. And when you reached out to me uh, with your suggestion for today's conversation, which is this idea that, hey, we're being forced to socially uh, isolate right now. However, culture is so important and we need to be able to maintain this culture now more than ever. But how do you do that when you're not shoulder to shoulder? How do you, how do you maintain that culture when um, you're being forced to socially isolate? And that was a great idea. And I really do appreciate you coming to me with this idea. So what do you have? What are you thinking? What are, what are some of your thoughts? 
Yeah, absolutely. So I think culture is huge in every restaurant, but especially where I work at Suerte. And it's been really inspirational to be a part of a team that holds it in such high regard. And we all know that culture is the reason that we can uh, bring such unique individuals together and all work towards a common goal. And um, that culture really creates buy-in and the opportunity to, to to work towards something together. And it's been really tough being away from the people that we know and love and see every day. And um, so one of our primary concerns when we uh, were forced to shut down was to find ways to maintain, not only maintain, but build that restaurant culture so that when we come back, we can come back strong and as if we never left each other. So what are some of the ways we can maintain culture? What are, what are you and Suarte doing to maintain culture when you're being forced to be apart during this, this weird time? So we, we wanted to make sure that we were staying in touch with each other every day, just like we would at the restaurant. And I have uh, one of my servers, Megan, who has brought the idea of a Slack group to to the forefront in the past. And I was chatting with her about whether or not that might be a good option to keep us all connected while we were apart. And she felt that a WhatsApp group would be a little bit more effective for this application. And so the next day I set one up. It was um, just a couple of days after we had closed down and invited everyone to the group and had to do a lot of digging to get some people's phone numbers to get them into it. But um, it's really just been a virtual space for all of us to share what we're doing in our in our own individual spaces and keep each other up to date with what's going on in our world, just like we would if we were there at the restaurant together. Yeah. So. You know, I can't help but think of Carrie Luxem right now. I had her on earlier in the week. Carrie is a part of Carrie Luxem uh, restaurant. I, I actually don't know exactly the name, but she's an HR person, basically one of the most well-known HR people in the restaurant industry. And uh, her advice was that we need to um, keep the communication going uh, during these times. It's weird because, we don't have answers and when we don't have answers. We tend to kind of keep our mouth shut, but even if we don't have answers, we still need to communicate. Uh, and what she said, it was, you know, make sure you continue to communicate. And if you, if you don't have the bandwidth to communicate, or if you're unable to communicate, you know, delegate somebody to be the point of contact. And I think that this approach that you're taking right now is a kind of compounds off that school of thought um, and to put system around it and to, you know, create a, a, a physical place where people can come to communicate also com- compounds off that thought. So um, I, I'm sure some people listening probably already use Slack and maybe if that's the case, they can probably just continue to use what they have been. Uh, but if you don't use Slack, uh, and you're looking for a platform to communicate on what, what made WhatsApp a better platform in your opinion for this application? Uh, well, like I said, I've never personally used Slack before, but I've heard a lot of good things about it. And it, it seems like it's more geared towards um, information sharing and conversations surrounding the, the workplace. And we were looking for something that was a little bit more lighthearted and would just keep each other in the know. And there's a lot of, millions of dog and cat and and other fur baby photos being shared which keeps us all happy um and you know motivated and um, smiling and then there's people sharing photos of their children and it's just kind of more of a free form forum for us all to be a part of and and communicate naturally with each other we've also in terms of building culture further than the one that we already had i think it's been a really cool opportunity for us to get to know each other in a way that we didn't before because we all have so much more time on our hands and we're 
getting to kind of delve into people's passions outside of what we do at work every day. So that's cool. Um, yeah, absolutely. So what, is, uh, what do these conversations look like? Uh, have you created threads? What does it look like to kind of break down the, try to visually give us, give us that, that visual of what, what we can recreate. Yeah. Um, I think we haven't structured any of it in terms of, um, providing specific threads for people to follow. Like I said, it's really just been a free form conversation for whoever wants to connect. And we've, you know, I know we all are in this age where I listened to your, your episode with near I all uh, indistractable. And I, um, I took a lot from that episode and I know sometimes these dings and lights and can be really distracting to our personal lives when we're getting all these notifications on our phones. And so, you know, we've encouraged people to turn the notifications off if it's detracting from their maybe necessary solitude sometimes or their ability to, to be still and, and reflect on what's going on. But I think that the people that really need the personal human connection with the people that they're used to seeing every day are there and very active in the group. Um, and it's something that we didn't want to regulate. So we have uh, separate ways of communicating information, which I think have been really effective. We've committed to a tri-weekly newsletter to our staff so that we're communicating at least that often um, with, with information about the business, with information that we can provide confidently uh, that has been verified about the, the way that this is affecting um, our industry and the, the state of Texas in particular, which is you know, of course, where where we are and, and what we're experiencing. And I think that that um, information sharing has been has been really crucial to them. And they know that they can count on the fact that any information that we do share is verified. And uh, like the other guest that you mentioned, if we don't know the answer, we just say that as well rather than yeah. false information. Yeah. Letting people know that you don't have the answer is far more effective than giving them nothing. At least you're, at least you're talking. Um, so what are you communicating in this triweekly newsletter? What, what, I mean, it hasn't even been three weeks since this thing's been going on. So you probably have you, have oh. you published one yet? Yeah. So by triweekly, I mean three times a week actually. Oh, so, okay. I was thinking once every <laughs> three weeks. Okay. So what kind of, no, what no, kind of things so. are you putting in that newsletter? Um, we're putting information in there about, so we are actually doing, it, we're doing this newsletter in conjunction with our tri-weekly meal pickups that we're providing for the staff. So the the managers that are still employed there are, we're all getting together and cooking and packing meals for our team um, because it's something that we feel that we can provide for them, even though we did have to lay everybody off. Um, and it's been, there's been a huge outpouring of um, love and appreciation for that because I think the culture that we have already built, the people that work with us know that we are there and willing and ready and striving to do absolutely everything we can for them. So yeah. that's something we've been offering. I mean, it sounds like the the theme to this conversation is that you just can't communicate enough. There is no such thing as over communicating during these times. Um and I, I love this idea too, how it's actually bringing you closer together. And there's, there's things you're learning about each other that you didn't know, uh, like certain hobbies and what people do outside of work, uh, which is, I think also really fascinating. Yeah. Um, I feel like we could unpackage this a little bit more, but at the same time, um, you're unique in the sense that you're the first restaurant assistant ma- or uh, assistant manager I've had on the show. Um, which I think That's is pretty cool. It is kind of cool. Uh, but at the same time, I think you can give us some new perspective I'm talking to a lot of owners right now, but what is it? What's it like to be 
in this industry as an employee right now. Take us through that because only like you're the only person that can give me that perspective since the people I've I've spoken to. So what's that like? Yeah. Um, well, and I can't speak for the people that we did have to lay off because that's a completely different scenario. But I can say that a lot of my personal focus through all of this has been to make those people feel appreciated and like we are still there for them. And the second that we are able to, we will take them back with open arms and be ready to continue to support them in ways beyond what we can do right now. And so a lot of my, um, as somebody from, as an employee, I guess, from within the restaurant industry, it's been, been truly heartbreaking to, to know that even what we are doing and the appreciation that's been shown to us, it's not nearly what we were able to offer to them just, you know, 10, 12 days ago. Um, and so that's, that's been a real struggle, but being, we've something that we've put in the newsletter every time and something that we've tried to over communicate is that we still have an open door policy, even if we can't physically open our door to them right now. Um, and we're there to support them, to talk to them, to be a shoulder to, to virtually cry on if, if they need that, um, yeah. to provide information, to seek out information, um, and just do what we can <laughs> to yeah. support them. So it's, uh, it's been very emotionally taxing as I think it has been on everyone. And it, this is such a unique situation because we all know that none of us are in it alone. None of us are experiencing something uniquely. Um, and so a lot of what we've been trying to do is to, continue to bring people together. Um, we've done a lot of supporting other other businesses in Austin that are still open for takeout. Um, when we, we've also had a lot of outpouring of people that we know in the industry that are like, hey, we're, we're giving out free meals to, to your employees today from this hour to this hour if they wanna come by. Um, so we're, we're trying to maintain those relationships across the community as well. And I know you have mentioned before on the show, and I know they've even been a sponsor, but the so Seasoned has the In the Weeds Facebook group. That's really great. But the app for the smartphone for iOS and Android smartphones has been a really great tool in terms of maintaining community relationships. Go, go deeper outside into of your person. How, how has it served you? Give me an example. Well, we've been asked to share our, our personal stories through the app. And I think that that's been, even though we all know that we're not alone in this, it's been a really great forum to see other people's stories and to feel each other's pain and to just understand that we're not alone, even if we are physically alone. Um, and I, I see too, that there's a lot of information filtering there that, um, that we're, you know, they're trying very hard to only provide truthful information and resources to people across the industry that have, have lost their jobs or are feeling just frightened. Um, there's been a lot of, there was um, a message from the Texas Workforce Commission shared just half an hour ago or so. Um, so just real information from, from the people that can actually help us do something yeah, is being shared there. There is a lot of noise out there right now, and um, it's almost overwhelming. Like I honestly have been avoiding a lot of social platforms just because of the noise, you know. So to have a platform that is 
there that is being filtered um, is kind of refreshing to know you you don't have to. It's not overwhelming, you know, which is kind of a nice yeah. thing right now. Um, cool. Yeah. Uh, so I'm curious, um, and I don't know if you've gotten the blessing to speak on behalf of Suarte. Uh, you're not, you know, the ownership. Um, but I'm I'm curious, what was that like when they? What, do you know why they made the decision to to close uh, temporarily? Why they are they, are you guys doing any curbside or anything like that? Or did they share with you why they came to the terms they they came to? We're not currently doing any curbside takeout or pickup, and I, I haven't really been authorized to speak on behalf of the entire organization. Yeah. But I I can tell you that right now we uh, right out of the gates, our primary concern was taking care of our people. So um, we've been putting all of our energy into into organizing that and we'll kind of see where things take us from there. What does, what does taking care of your people look like? What does that organized look like? Can you share maybe some of the things that you guys are doing on your end to, to take care of your people that we can replicate in our businesses? Yeah. So we, I don't know that this is possible for everybody and it might be too far along in the process right now, but we did file a mass unemployment claim on behalf of our staff so that they didn't have to each do it individually. Um, as we understood it, that was supposed to expedite the process for everybody. Um, and it, they've all received paperwork at their residences now to continue the process, but it was good just to get things moving for them. Yeah. Um, and it reduces the number of, of, uh, applications coming into the office so that there are less things to process initially. Um, <clears throat> so we started with doing that. And then, you know, like I said, we've been trying to at the very least feed them and, and make them know that we're taking care of them. We're, we're doing the, the newsletter. We started this WhatsApp group. Um, yesterday we did a virtual supper club, a virtual family meal. And it's really just all been about morale for us to, to, Again, like provide an excuse me, to provide an open door um, for our team members to be able to communicate with us and tell us what they need. Beautiful. Anything you have not shared with us yet that you were hoping to talk about that we did not get to? Um, no, not necessarily. I think tap into the into the talents of the team that are unrelated to the business. Excuse me. Awesome. Um. um like I apologize. I was just taking a sip of water. I'm no, you're good. I'm making it, I'm making it work right now. You're doing good. Um, yeah. The one thing I saw, you, you sent me some notes before our conversation. Uh, the one thing I don't think we've really tapped on yet is tapping into the talents of your team to add joy to each of your days. Give me an example of how you're tapping into different talents. Yeah. So that's been something that's kind of come forward through our conversations in the WhatsApp group. But like I said, we are doing a triweekly meal pickup for the team. And one of the things that we did, we have a member of our staff, Dylan, who is an incredible um, artist. He draws all kinds of different things, but he was able to draw a little comic for us for our family meal pickup on Monday. And we printed those out and cut them up and put them into each of the bags. And we got so many reposts of his little comic. And it just said, uh, Chef Renee, who's one of our sous chefs, it says, Chef Renee says, what do Suerte and Mucho have in common? And then it said, they both mean a lot to me. And so it was just very uh, touching. And we got, you know, a lot of people posting pictures of that to the WhatsApp group and to their social media. And it was Heartwarming, certainly, but um, 
to be able to give these people an outlet for the things that they already love to do, as well as, um, you know, brightening each other's days by including those little touches has been really great for us. And it reminds us, you know, why we all love each other. Um, (laughs) we've, uh, we have a yoga instructor on the team that's been offering some virtual yoga classes and that's, I know something else that's been happening on the seasons um, in the weeds. Is that the, the yoga well. that happens every morning at 11 o'clock that I see Casey um, partaking in? <laughs> no, yeah, the one that's on <laughs> that group is a different one, but there, you know, there's a, tons of yoga instructors in Austin and they're all really incredible people. And I, I've seen this sort of thing happening a lot, but it's cool to have somebody on the staff who we actually had a, uh, a we, twice a week she would do yoga classes at the restaurant and we had started inviting other industry folks to partake and of course when all of this happened we weren't able to do it in person anymore but um, she's been offering that to us virtually which has been really great great and then we're just asking people you know how they how they want to contribute and um, keep us together and so we, we've been in talks about having little cooking classes from some of our chefs or bartending classes. We have one of our bartenders who um, thought it might be cool to have people take pictures of whatever they have in their liquor cabinets at home and have them or have him instruct them on how to make a delicious cocktail at home. And so it's, uh, it's all just ways for us to communicate I love and, it. and stay together through all yeah. this. I love it. I think that honestly, I think that the, the restaurants that survive this are going to come out stronger because of things like this, because when, when we're put through hard times, we always come out stronger. Um, and especially when we're going through it with other people, we get closer to yeah. those people. So, um, you know, thank you for taking the time to, to share what you and uh, your team is doing over at Swarte. I think we, we, there was a lot of value in this conversation. Uh, I think we can all kind of try to emulate or emulate, sorry, what you're doing. Um, across the industry to, to keep the channels of communication going, to stay positive and to, to be there for each other, uh, to know that yeah. we have each other is, is just invaluable right now. So thank you so much, yeah. Jillian. Thank you. I, I think it's so easy to get wrapped up in the doom and gloom of all this and to be so worried about the, the minutia of all the little things that we have to do with deal with from a management perspective. And then from an owner ownership perspective, I can only imagine, but it's, it's honestly been Sam and the incredible team of managers and chefs that I work with that has has kept us going and has kept the positivity and has promoted this this culture building. And so I'm super honored to be a part of it. And I really hope that all of all of our restaurants in this community can find ways to stay connected with each other from yeah. a from a safe social distance. <laughs> Tell, tell Sam I say hi and that I would love to talk to him to share more about what you guys are doing over there. I know it's a great organization and uh, we can't make enough of an, of an example of you all over there. And just thanks again, Jillian, for taking the time to share some of this knowledge with us. Um, it was really great talking to you. Thanks. It was really great to talk to you too. Stay Thank well. You. Yes, you too. Stay well. <laughs> There you have it. A uh, really great conversation. Thank you so much, Jillian, for coming on the show uh, to share what you guys are doing over at 
uh, Suerte, and I'm such a big fan of this restaurant and what they're doing. Um, if you're ever in Austin, Texas, go pay them a visit uh, just to see just how they engage with their guests and the culture they've established over there. It's no surprise that they're continuing to put work and effort into man- maintaining that culture that they built. And these are some really great practices that I hope you guys, uh, you know, I hope you took something from today's conversation and that you uh, at least send a message out to your team, let them know you're thinking about them and try to maintain that culture you've built and you know you work so hard to build so um i have to let you know this is uh this episode i have to let you know this episode is brought to you by bento box bento box is a hospitality platform that empowers restaurants through their website uh, during these difficult times bento box is supporting restaurants with online ordering and gift card purchasing features uh, to learn more head over to getbento.com slash unstoppable and if you are a restaurant unstoppable listener and you use that link you will save 50% off your setup fee and you know maybe the time isn't now for you to go out and do this uh, I, I think we will all understand if you're being conservative but we're gonna have to rebuild and when that time comes I highly highly recommend you guys check out Bento Box. And as a matter of fact, Swarte is a customer of Bento Box. And this is public information. If you just scroll down to the bottom of the Swarte website, you'll see powered by Bento Box. And it's a beautiful website. Uh, so if you want to get a taste of what we're talking about and how beautiful these suckers can get, head uh, just do a Google search for Swarte, S U E R T E. And uh, Austin, that should bring you to their website. All right. With that said, thanks for sticking around um, to the end. Thank you to my sponsors. I would not be able to show up as consistently as I've been able to show up if without their support, they help me help you. And uh, I'll talk to you in a few hours. Peace.